Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where we invest in dividend stocks for weekly and monthly cash flow. It is Thursday, May 26th. We're going to jump in, see where we are, see what's happening, and see what's going on. All right, first on our list, as usual, we start from the top, work our way down. Bank Mellon seems to have had an interesting day. She gaps up and she's sitting at 45.70. Hmm, interesting. Now, we bought this at 48.34, and we sold the 46 call. So we're going to have to keep our eye on that one for tomorrow. Halliburton... Had a huge day too, up to forty oh six. Now we got this at thirty seven eighty six, and we sold the thirty seven fifty. That one's gonna be gone too. Johnson and Johnson had a down day today, one seventy nine seventy eight. Interesting. Now remember, we got this one at 178.87. So this one looks like it's going to gone too. KHC, KHC, Heinz Ketchup, another huge drop. She gaps down. She's sitting at 37.01. What is going on with that? Now remember, we got this at 43 and we sold the 39. Well, that's interesting. Lowe's, my little cash cow, had an interesting day sitting at 95, 195.97. 195.97. And I got the 190 calls going for me. Really got to take a look at that tomorrow. I'm hoping it gaps down tomorrow or drops tomorrow, one or the other. Whew, what's going on there? OXY, OXY. That's a little spread we got going on, and that's up to 68.79. way up there. Alright, so apparently we got a little bit of cash to play with, so I'm going to have to try to recoup some money. So let's see what we're going to do. Um, well, let's see who we got to look at today. We looked at basically everything this week. What we can do is we can look at some triple play members. Now, considering it is the 26th and the 27th is tomorrow, we got two possible triple plays, DOV and SCH. Dover, I'm pretty sure, is a weekly. It's not. What a bummer. Um, SCL. SCL is another monthly. My goodness. What do we have for um, Warren Buffett's? 
that's again the triple play for Warren Buffett. We do, as a matter of fact, Siri, WFC, and Apple. Ooh, all sound good. Let's take a quick look. Siri, S I R I. I'm not sure that can be right. The bid is 632 and the ask is 633. Yeah, it looks about right. I'm not paying squat for the uh, for the for that. That's not working up the crap. All right, the five and a half over the six. That ain't going for squat either. All righty, so much for that. W F. See, series the numbers just not looking right. All right, so WFC. Is a weekly also, so let's put that in WFC. All right, Wells Fargo, okay. Wells Fargo started out the year at 45.84, went sideways all the way up to the end of the year before busting out of that trading range and hitting a double high in the middle of February at $60.30. From there, you get your typical profit taken, drops down to a trading range of, what is that, in the $46 area. Here we got a nice little support at the 41, bouncing off of that. Um, and now we're sitting at 45.37. Alright, so we're at 35, 45.38 now. And you know, let's see if we can buy a couple hundred of these. The bid is forty five thirty eight and the ask is forty five thirty nine. Alrighty. Let's see if we can buy a hundred shares. I'm off by two hundred and ten bucks. Imagine that. All right. See the 44, 45, 39 cents. It's 11, 4. That's a 25% return for one day if she stays where she is. It is Wells Fargo. I'm already over my, what do you call it? I'm over my goal, so if I can just go for some more, this kind of seem. See, I can't buy anything for a triple play. So the way the triple play works is we're sitting at 45.35 at this moment in time. Let's take a quick look at seasonality, see what that says. Give an idea where this thing normally goes this time of year. All right, she's going to dip again before, before jumping up. So that's kind of weird, you know. 
Because you get a few conflicting information. Take a look at the big chart, see what that says. Yeah, everything seems to be quite normal, so it's kind of like a waste. All right, nothing really to do there. Apple is the last one for um, Warren Buffett's list. Apple started out the year at 126.83. Didn't take long to find its bottom at 122.86. From there, she hits a nice high at the beginning of the year at 182.94. Okay, stays in a 150 to 170 trading range all the way up to the last couple of weeks. Boy, she has a 30-day low at 132.61. We're sitting at 143.79 at this moment in time. And let's see where this thing normally goes. This time of year for Apple, it's... Sideways. She can go sideways for the next couple of weeks. Okay, so Apple into the trade grid, and we're looking at 143.81 over 143.82. And if we were going to do a triple play on Apple, not quite get our 1%, but what we could do is buy it at the money 143.84. And sell the 144. It's only offering a buck 20. Okay, so that's that's about 0.8% um, for one day. And if she goes up, you get the difference between the purchase price and the strike price, which is another 21 cents. And then you get the opportunity to collect the dividend also. So there's your triple play. Buy it before the EX date, which would be today. Um, the purchase price at this moment is 143.76. It could change in the next couple of seconds, which it normally does. Now, if you sell the option, the 144, which is the one strike out, if she go, continues to go up to 144 and you're called out, you collect the premium, you collect the dividend, and you collect the difference between the purchase price and the strike price. They have it. Those are the numbers. Um, all right, so that's Dividend Kings. That's Warren Buffett's list. Wow. Quite a bit on the Dividend Achievers. Now, the Dividend Achievers, those companies that have increased their dividend payments for a minimum of 25 years. And I can't see why Apple's on there. Have they been paying dividends for 25 years? Hmm. All right. So we have some names that we're familiar with here. Apple being one. IBM being another. Um, Granger. Um, Johnson & Johnson. 
Nifty. All right, so let's take a look at a few of them and see what they look like. Uh, we already looked at Apple. Let's look at AEP. What is AEP? Is that American Outfitters? AEP. American Eagle. Yeah. American Electric Power Company. That's a monthly option. Okay, bro. B-R-O. So AEP is a weekly. Oh, sorry. is a monthly. So we're not going to do that one. B-R-O, which is brown and brown. That's another monthly. C-W-T. Isn't that the country and western station on, online? Another monthly. Granger, G-W-W. G-W-W. Another monthly. Come on, what's going on here? I know IBM. International Business Machine is a weekly. All right, there we go. So let's throw IBM in here and see what that says. IBM. All right, so the one-year chart for IBM, we started out a year ago at 136.71. That's where she was a year ago. The high is 145.99, and that was towards the middle of June. Okay, from there, she drops to a low at the end of November at 114.56, giving us a big gap in the end of October where she drops from 135 to 127. Now, just like almost all gaps, this baby fills, and this one did fill in December, just before Christmas. She kept going up, and then she started out the year this year, January 1st, or January whatever, 5th, at 142.20. And then she gives us another gap after coming up to a low of 118.86. The next gap comes at the middle of April. At 129, she gaps up to 134. Thus, fulfilling the prophecy again of filling that gap on uh, the 20th of May. We're sitting at 136.93, and we have a seasonality that tells us this baby's going to go sideways. What help that is. Yep, she's going to go down a little bit and sideways. All right, so IBM has a bit of 136.93 and an ask of 136.95. And if we did the 136 at the money and we sold the 137, you can collect 75 cents there. She's five cents off. Might be able to pick up that and maybe the dividends also. I just don't know. That's the best answer I can come up with you. I just don't know. Uh, it doesn't make me comfortable only because um, today's a weird day. Everything's up. And usually when everything's up, the next day you have profit taking, which is tomorrow. So hopefully we're going to have some profit taking tomorrow. Um, cover one that, that loss on lows I got too. That's a tough one. All right.
M-A-T-W. M-A-T-W, which is Matthews International. That's another monthly PPG. PPG is weekly. PPG Industries Incorporated. Now, PPG started out a year ago at 179. Right. Hits what looks like a triple high at 181.14. Got your normal profit taking, falls down to a trading range between 153, 173. Uh, from there, get your profit taking again, it drops to find the low of the year in March, beginning of March. After that, she bounces out of that, jumps to a trading range of 125, 135, sideways for a little bit. The last 30 days, we got some support at 117, 118, that area. We're sitting at 125.96 at this moment in time. The seasonality for PPG looks something like this. Okay. Yuck. Yeah. From what it says, it looks like she's going to drop tomorrow. Now, that's just historical performance. It's, it's not guaranteed. Now, the reason I say that is because today's a weird day. When everything is up, there's usually something going on. And I honestly really don't know. Okay, so PPG with the bid of 125.84 and the ask of 125.94. Wow, that's a big spread. Okay. Now, the one buying it at the money and selling the 126 is it's only going to give you a half a percent. But if you sell the 125s, you're going to end up losing money. You're not going to really get a return. But then again, it's only one day. See, not a whole heck of a lot happens on a Thursday. And that just so happens to be today. It's a weird Thursday, too. Okay, so the at the money right now, which is 125.92. <clears throat> which you're looking at the 125. It's only offering a buck forty. Now, you take the 92 cents off of the buck 40, and then you're looking at uh, 50 somewhat cents. And 50 cents off of a $125 stock is not worth the, uh, the money, in my humble opinion. But a spread trade on this. That can't be right. Well, actually, that can be right. Yeah. One ten. You gotta pay a buck ten to make a buck. That doesn't make any sense. That's that's negative numbers. 
That's just not working right. SJW is the last one. I believe that's SJW. Is that Stanley Black & Decker? SJW. Smuckers. SJW group. Okay, no. Not at all. S-O-N is last on the list. S-O-N. Sunoco. A monthly. So apparently, we really have no trades available today. I'm going to have to figure out that, that uh, Lowe's. See what's going on there. It would not make any sense for me to do anything today. Only because things are just, lack of better words, wonky, wonky. Just not right. The bid is 196.09. The ask is 196.15. Uh, 195 then 197.50 and I'm not feeling comfortable about it because that's an awful big jump in one day yeah lows gaps up she closed yesterday at 188 and she opens up today at 190.60. Not a huge jump, but enough of a jump to push it up to a point where it's in the money for me and I could be losing something because I, I sold the 190s, which means I gotta buy the thing back at, at, at six bucks, which does not make me a happy camper. But it is what it is, you know? So we're going to find out tomorrow what's going to happen. Other than that, it's not a whole heck of a lot I can do. Um, so i got two positions that's making me a little uncomfortable. And Lowe's is the big one. <gasps> wow. Yawning. Hmm. All right. Well. It has been a weird day today. Everything's gone up. And usually, there'll be profit taking tomorrow, hypothetically speaking, that's the way it normally goes. So, that being said, this is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. I'm going to catch you guys tomorrow. Right around 3.30, see what happens.